Tequila Hates Everybody podcast. It's your host, Dev Gnarly. Episode 14. We back for the new year. It's the end of January. January is getting real, real spooky out here. Um, you know, a lot of uh first of all, before I go any further, before I go any further in this episode, I would like to um I would like to send my condolences to the Bryant family, uh, with the passing of Kobe Bryant and his, his daughter, uh, Gigi Bryant. Um, that was a, that was a, that was a big loss, um, for not just the, not just for the, obviously not just for the black community, not just for the basketball community, but just for, just for the world. I mean, Kobe was so big. He was, he was, he was such a huge, you know, impact, um, to athletes all around the world, not just, you know, not just basketball players, not just the inner cities, whatever, whatever. He was huge in so many different countries, you know, whether it was, you know, from basketball, whether it was from his sneakers, you know, just his, his, his work in general. Um, a lot of people say he was the Jordan of this generation, but, um, like I say, I think he was the, well, I'm not going to say I think, but I know he was the Kobe of this generation. Um, there was a lot of similarities to him and Jordan, obviously. Um, but but Kobe is Kobe. Kobe Bryant will go down as one of the greatest athletes of all time. And uh, God rest his soul. God rest his beautiful daughter's soul. And again, my uh, prayers go out to the entire family um, and the other families that were affected and, and the other people that lost their lives. Um, such a sad day, man. It was so gloomy out, man. When I first got the message, um, and I got the message long before it was, you know, TMZ. Well, I, I got it very early, you know, and, uh, man, I couldn't believe it. I thought it was a joke. I'm like, yeah, right. Kobe, Brian, I'm sure that was everybody's reaction. Like, no way. Not Kobe. Yeah, right. Kobe's, no, there's no chance. And, um, it came out to be true and, it was such a such a sad 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 situation, um, but God makes no mistakes. So um, rest in heaven to the Bryant's. Um, but what's going on, y'all? You know, we always start the episodes off about asking about your mental health. How's your mental health? You know, I always I try to ask this every day on on Twitter on the timeline. How's y'all's mental health doing? Um, Right now, my mental health is at a 99, huh? <laughs> my mental health is at a 99. I'm so happy right now with my life, where things have gone, going. You know, I've made peace with my past. I still got a whole lot of stuff to work on, but I'm loving the process. Uh, for a long time there, I was, I was just, you know, hiding from my fear, you know, you know, not living up to my true potential, you know, just sitting on ideas, like I've said before, and now I just said, forget it, 
2020, we lit. We 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 doing our thing, and 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 I definitely have started. You know, it was what January 27th, and uh, I'm I'm in a great place in my life right now, and I'm so happy about it. Um, I'm so happy that everything is falling into place for me. Um, a lot of people. I guess a lot of people doubted me. A lot of people didn't understand what I had going on. But at the same time, it's nobody's story but my own, you know. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for all of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm so thankful for all of that. You know, I'm thankful for all the trials and the tribulations and all the stuff that I've been through. Um, and And like I said... 2020's been rough for, you know, with, with the passing of Kobe Bryant. Um, but we all gonna, we all, we all should put that Mamba mentality into the things that we do every day of life. Um, you know, Kobe's up at four o'clock in the morning shooting jumpers. And that's saying that he was putting extra into his craft. Um, he was he was going above and beyond, you know, what was called of him. And um, I think with the passing of Kobe, I think that really pushes me to do above and beyond to be a better person, you know, be a better father, to be a better friend, be a better uh, sibling, to be a better, you know, everything. You know what I'm saying? Just to, just to do better, you know. Um, but that's neither here nor there. You know, like I said, shout out to Kobe's family. You know, God rest his soul. Um, ah, the last episode, I don't know, was it my before my birthday? I can't even remember. I never really even listened to the episodes, but, uh, man, my birthday was wild. My birthday was crazy. Like, you know, I, uh, I really showed my ass on my birthday. I'm not even going to lie, man. Like, I was so twisted on my birthday. It was like, it was kind of... I was like, man, Devin, why you, 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 I overdid it. I definitely overdid it. And anybody that saw me, they saw my posts, they saw my Snapchats, my Instagrams, anything. I apologize, I guess, in a way. I don't really, you know, I normally don't really apologize, but I apologize some way, somehow, whatever the case may be. Um, I turned 32. I'm getting old, all the grays, all the grays in my beard and all of that. I always get people to say, why don't you diet? I'm like, never. I would never diet. I saw I saw a guy with the Beijing in his beard. I'm like, no, 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 not me, man. Y'all not about to joke me out the room when I pull up. I'm going to just rock with this salt and pepper and let it rock. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, and, and, and you know, before my birthday, like the summertime, like it was the, it's two times. It's my birthday, this, this, uh, my birthday is December 28th. My birthday, and then this past summer, um, one of my best friends um, had a bachelor party in Atlantic City, and I got so my whole squad, the whole entire squad, got so drunk. It really made us realize, like, yo, we really, we really can't, we really can't hang like we used to. Like this, this is not really, this is not it. <laughs> like this is not it at all. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, the first night, the first night in Atlantic City, we got there. 
we was uh, my man Big was was my man Black was really like pouring uh was it 1942 shot bought like three bottles of 1942 and we brought it into the bar we bought it was a little restaurant i forget what restaurant it is i forgot what restaurant it was um but we walked in there with the bottles like like from out outside like you know what i'm saying and he was plugged in out there in atlantic city and they let us rock like we really like pouring our own bottles that we brought in of 1942 think he had ace of spades or something too like we was really like didn't give a fuck you know what i'm saying um and then we ended up going to harris the beach bar beach pool bar whatever the shit was and it went downhill from there i was so drunk they caught me on snapchat sleep in the vip sleep in the section i'm talking about feet up feet up dead <laughs> Man, then the next morning, we wake up at like 8 o'clock in the morning, go to the pool bar, have a couple drinks, eat something, and we went to a day party. I forget what bar it was. That that bar was lit, though. Shout out to that bar. I'm going to find out what that bar was. That shit was lit. And uh, <laughs> I really went, I mean, I was so drunk, I fell asleep at the bar, like with my head on the bar. I'm sure y'all have seen it on social media um, with me with me sleeping with my head on the bar. You know what I mean? They kept trying to kick me out or whatever. My homeboys would have to wake me up. I didn't even go out the second night. Man, that was the night that was just supposed to really, like, really, you know, do it big. And uh, <laughs> I, between that that time and then my birthday a couple weeks back, it's like, bro, I'm done. It's a rat. Like, I can go out and I can, I can get mixy here and there, like, but it ain't no, like, raging taking mad shots and getting all fucked up. No, that's a wrap. That's dead. I remember, like I said, when I came home from Atlantic City, I don't think I left my house for a week. I deleted social media. I, you know, that's the first thing everybody do when they do some wild shit is they delete social media, right? Ain't that, ain't that the, ain't that the new wave, you know, when you're trying to fake be better and, you know, fake be a, uh, uh, a better person you delete your social media for about eight nine days i do it all the time i ain't gonna front you know what i'm saying uh, um but yeah that was that was that that was fun like i said man in 2020 like i started to do a lot of um a lot of i guess you would call it self-care like trying to get in a routine wake up you know what i mean um don't touch my phone for the first 30 to 45 minutes of upon me waking up that's something that I'm still struggling with, you know what I mean? I want to check text messages. I want to see if somebody called me, emails, whatever the case may be. But I'm trying not to touch my phone the first 30 minutes when I, upon me waking up, you know. Uh, like I've been meditating, meditating for 10 minutes, just sitting in silence, sitting on the floor with my legs crossed. Indian style, Indian style is a lot harder. When you turn 30, Indian style is a little difficult, baby. But, uh... Yeah, uh, sit on the floor Indian style, just, you know, quiet, you know, everything, you know, dim light, whatever the case may be, and just just meditate and reflect and, and clear my mind and fill myself with love, with joy, with forgiveness. Um, because we go out, we, we, we go through the day, we go through the day with a lot of, we, we deal with a lot of different energies, a lot of different um attitudes a lot of different people you know what i'm saying so starting off your day on a, on a good note starting off your day with a solid base 
clearing your mind, clearing your heart, clearing your soul, protecting your tongue is definitely something that's lit. I've also been, um, you know, I read the Bible. I try to do like a quick 10, 15 minute Bible study on YouTube. You know what I mean? Drinking a lot of water, eating healthy. And, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely helping me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm like 100% doing it every single day. Like it's just, it's something new that I've been trying to get, get into, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's, it's, it makes me feel better. You know what I mean? It makes me go throughout my day as a better person and all of that. Um, but, uh, what's going on, man? How y'all doing? 2020, man, 2020. Has y'all 2020 started off uh, good? Has it started off bad? Like I said, I know that the passing of Kobe kind of like put a lot of people in a bad, like, mental space. You know what I mean? Um, I tweeted something uh, yesterday, the, that same day um, Kobe had uh, passed. And I said uh, something along the lines of, you know, I have no more beef with anybody any disagreement I may have, whatever, whatever the case may be, uh, squashing it. But then I thought back, I said, you know what? And if we saying that, you know, and using the Mamba mentality and the Kobe, you know, situation, Kobe would have been like, fuck that, and fuck you, buddy. Like, no, I'm not, if you did me dirty, kick rocks, sucker. And I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm not really feeling what I tweeted, man. I'm like, I might got to delete it. Uh, because I'm not saying sorry to none of you suckers that did me wrong. I mean, if you say sorry to me, that's a different story. But me going out of my way because you did me dirty, you can kick rocks, good buddy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying sorry to nobody. So those who agree with my, with my tweet and... Gave me love and sent retweeting. Nah, fuck that. I'm not saying sorry to none of you suckers. You know, none of you haters, none of you dick eaters. I'm not saying sorry to none of y'all. That's straight up. That is absolutely 100% how I feel. That's how I'm carrying. You know what I mean? Because I know I'm a good dude. I know I put out good energy. I know the people around me put out good energy. So, it is what it is. Um... And I've been, like, literally, like, I really don't even, like, really do the Facebook thing like that. But uh, today, I, I kind of, because I always deactivate my Facebook, activate it, you know, be on there for a day or two, post some, post my child or, or post a workout video or a funny tweet or something like that, and then deactivate it again because people get on my fucking nerves on there. Like, the local people around drive me crazy. And uh, I posted something about, um, I posted something about white women. Uh, they were slandering Kobe about the rape victims and all. Fuck all of that. So I said, what well, I talk my shit. You know what I'm saying? I talk my real shit. I talk my shit in person, on the internet, on the phone, on text messages in your face, at your mama's house, whoever. I'm going to talk my shit. That's what I, and I will always do that. Anybody, anybody that knows me knows that I will talk my shit. You feel me? Um, and I wasn't trying to offend nobody. And if I did offend you, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I promise you, I don't care. You know, you're, you, you, you go on social media and you trying to push this narrative about a fucking rape, a rape victim on, on, during a time of, of people mourning the loss of a legend. 
So I spoke my shit about white women. You know, no disrespect to all the white women. I know it's not all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? You know, but some of these MAGA Trump motherfucking white motherfuckers is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And I said 50, 53% of y'all uh, white women voted for Trump. And he's got mad rape allegations. So I got all these white girls in my on my comments on Facebook. Facebook at that. You know, Facebook ain't random people. Facebook is people you went to high school with, college with, military or work or whatever the case may be, which is cool. So you know these people personally. So I got all these these white women in my in my comments, you know, saying whatever they got to say. And I, you know me, I am literally dogging they trolling i guess that's what they call it trolling or whatever like i'm literally like degrading these fucking dickheads i don't care like listen i don't care i do not give a fuck you know what i'm saying like like eat a dick you know what i'm saying like if you upset with me unfriend me block me whatever you know what i mean because a lot of them that's on that trump maga bullshit ate a lot of black penis back in the days but i'll keep it at that so we're going to switch gears. Um, and I wanted to talk about, uh, I wanted to talk about, oh yeah, before we switch gears too, I mean, kind of switching gears, but I want everybody to know. In 2020, it's January 27th, 2020. Listen, man, for your own mental health, for your own good, please unfriend Shade Room, unfriend CNN, unfriend all of that bullshit. Them, them, uh, them IGs and Facebook accounts and shit like that, that, like, shade room, they are horrible for your mental health. They push nothing but negative, negative energy, negativity. It's all, and then they post some fake, phony ass, you know, inspirational, uh, fucking posts. To make you forget about the 47,000 other fucking horrible posts that they, that, you know what I mean, that they put out into the public. Um, I don't, I unfollowed it, and you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I've learned to unfollow, I've learned to unfollow accounts that, that, that fuck with your mental health. You feel me? Like, that shit is weak, bro. Like, like you sitting there talking about somebody getting caught cheating. Why is that your fucking business, bitch? Really? Like, who gives a fuck if Offset is fucking a hundred other bitches and, and then he go out and buy a Cardi B at fucking refrigerator or whatever that shit. Man, who cares, bro? That shit is weird, bro. Big weird. But it is what it is. So, unfriend Shade Room and Boss Up and all that other other shit. Unfriend, unfriend them, block them, you know what I'm saying? You're going to get the news. You're going to get the scoop. Whatever you was looking for somewhere else, you know what I mean, it'll come across your timeline, but just following the negative energy is dead, man, it's real dead, you know what I'm saying, but to switch gears, quick question, I had, I asked a question on, on uh, Twitter, was, um, uh, is there certain things you don't do Fresh off of a breakup. I asked that question and I got a few good responses. Um, and it, 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 I mean, everybody's response was different, whatever, whatever. You know, it was some super savage responses and most of them was women. Y'all know who y'all are. <laughs> if you hear this, you know who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like some of y'all responses is like, wow, like I know my ex was doing some goofy Goofy shit. She didn't give a fuck. 
that's fine. It made me who I am today, man. Shout out to her. I'm all love over here, baby. Um, but yeah, I think in my opinion, I, you know, if if the how can I say if the relationship splits mutually and it's not like ugly, then yeah, I think you can be a little respectful to to your ex, you know, and not like be super out there, you know what I'm saying? But me saying that. When is when do you really see relationships that mutually like break apart uh, peacefully? You know, um, there's I mean, uh, I think I had one relationship split that was kind of peaceful, but it still was kind of like it still was kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? But I think I think there should be some level of respect that, you know, even if. Even if, you know, y'all split, I mean, what's the time frame that you go date or go see somebody else or AKA go deal with the person that you told your person not to worry about? Let's be real. Let's keep it funky, y'all. You know what I'm saying? There's always that one. Let's keep it real. Everybody got one in the chamber. Don't lie. <laughs> you ain't got to lie to me. <laughs> lie to the police, you know? Um... But, uh, and I feel like, and, and I feel like, like I was talking, up, I, I, I made a video the other day, like last week or whatever, and I was saying like when a woman is fed up, like with, like cows, <laughs> when a woman's fed up, like it's, it's a lot of the time a woman's fed up, once she's fed up and she tells you she's fed up and it's over, it means she's been planning this for months. So you must have fucked up six months down the line. She always gives you three to four to five months to, to, to fix it, to try to be different, you know. But, you know, women are women are silent killers. Women are snipers because they'll tell you, they'll tell you, and then they'll stick around. They'll stick around, you know, for another six months, and then boom, it's over. No more sex for you, buddy. No more news for you, buddy. She's not packing your lunch no more bucko. She's not leaving those cute little notes she left in your in, in your lunchbox before you went to work. None of that. No more man crush Mondays. None of that. None of that. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we all got to realize that uh, it's a process. Um, it's a process. I, I was talking to a friend of mine um about, you know, do women give men, do women give men uh, the time to process the breakup? Like, and it sounds crazy, but it's like, I mean, you know, a man, a man's ego is, is, is huge. A man's ego is bigger than, like, let's say they have children, they share a child together. A man's ego is bigger and deeper than it may be you know, he have love for his child. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know in my situation, my ego was my, my ego and my pride was so big it got in the way of me being a father. And I'm man enough to admit that. I never ignored my daughter. I never was mean to my child. I never none of that. You know, but you know when I would get the chance to speak to my child when when we first split, you know I would, hey baby, blah blah blah, and then immediately try to, you know, try to get, 
a, a little quick conversation in with the mother, you know, or whatever, whatever. And I what my ego was so I, my ego was so big. It was it was it was disgusting, man. And and, and at the end of the day. At the end of the day, like I, I'm glad I went through it because I, I'm able to speak to, I'm, I'm I'm able to speak about it. I'm able to tell other guys about it. I'm I'm able to help other other people that's going through the same situation. You know what I mean? And um, I I feel like there's certain things you don't do, but at the end of the day, I mean, if the relationship is over, I mean, it's really no holds barred. It's, you know, all gloves off. Like this is what it is. But I mean, I guess I I I mean, it depends on the severity of the. It depends on the severity of the of the breakup. It depends on all of that. So, um, I feel like you gotta be more respectful. You know what I mean? You gotta be way more respectful to people out here, man. You gotta, you gotta. I don't know, man. I'm just now, now that I've been through so much with so many different relationships and kind of relationships and situationships and friendships and all this talking stages and all this other bullshit it's just like now now it's obviously i'm 32 it took me 32 years but i, I mean whatever better late than never i will always 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 feel like i'm not going to do to you what i wouldn't want you to do to me you feel me like that's real and i never really understood that until you know, certain things happen to me, you know. I was always the one on the other side, just doing, just being careless, whatever. But then when it happened to me, boy, that shit is different. It is different, different. It's so different when a woman runs game on you and she runs the game that she saw you running? My nigga, what? That's a different, that's a whole different type of pain, brother. Like, that shit is some different. Man, I'd rather get shot. I'd rather get stabbed again. I'd rather whatever, jump in front of a bus. You know, that kind of pain is different. It's very different. You know what I mean? Like, you, it, it, it's okay when, when you out there and you're not answering your phone or, or you get caught in somebody's DMs or you get caught in somebody's likes and even hard eyes and doing all the little sneaky, goofy shit. But when you see her doing it, it's usually a nigga that look better than you, taller than you, got more money than you, drive a fly car, better job, all that. And you just like, oh, no. Now you insecure for the rest of your fucking life, beloved. <laughs> now you're going to be insecure for the rest of your fucking life, beloved. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, you, 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 you tables turn, bridges burn, you live and learn. And the words of the great Drake, you know what I'm saying? Um... I had I, I was I was I was asked a question about um can you forgive your partner after cheating? Mm. That's a nasty one right there, man. Can you forgive your partner after cheating? Like let's for example, y'all been together for five years, y'all got two kids together, y'all live together, bills together. I got everything together, you know what I'm saying? Building this name and then blah, blah, that whole nine yards, the whole white picket fence life, whatever. And and the dude gets caught cheating. Ladies, can y'all forgive y'all dude if you catch him cheating just once? Not if it's a, a regular, regular type of thing. I'm talking about if you catch him once, a weak moment, he was drunk, blah, 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 and he tells you the truth. 
can you forgive your partner? Fellas, too, if, if, if your lady, you know, it, it's not a habitual thing, you catch her cheating. I mean, I know in past relationships, I knew that my partner was cheating on me. But I was so in love with this bozo that, I'm sorry, nah, fuck that. I was so in love with this bozo that I, I kind of like overlooked it because I wasn't the best person in the beginning, you know? But now it's just like, nah, like, I, it don't even get that far. I'm so picky now. Like, 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 one, one wrong, one false, anything. Just one, if you, I, I don't even, if when you say your mom is calling you and I just don't like the vibe you give off, like when you say you, your mom is calling you, I'm, I'm already like, and I guess people say that's trust issues. People say that's, uh. People say that's trust issues. They say that's, uh, you know, you got to guard up. Yeah, I got all of that shit up. That's just society. That's not just me. That's not, that's literally damn near everybody. You got to be in from a fucking town of 200 people and dating the same person since second grade to not. I feel like everybody's fucked up mentally. Everybody's fucked up and got their heart broken. Everybody's dealing with depression. Everybody's dealing with anxiety. Everybody's dealing with a past heartbreak. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's fucked up and traumatized. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like, I just feel like, you know, there's not enough therapy. There's not enough relationship advice out there. Everything relationship, you know, every everything isn't all mental health. Everything isn't all depression or anxiety. You know, some people's hearts just broken. It's still a lot of people walking around with broken hearts. It ain't got nothing to do with your mental health. It's your heart is broken, and that's okay. I mean, I'm not saying it's okay to have a broken heart. That shit sucks. I've been walking around with a broken heart for a minute. I learned to function, baby. Fuck the bullshit. I love myself. <laughs> what they say on the Drake album, I love myself enough for the both of us. I don't need you, honey. It's a thousand you's. It's only one of me, and that's how I'm going to carry it for the rest of my life. You know, until somebody comes and scoop me up. But we all walking around here with broken hearts. It's tough. It's a difficult task. You know what I'm saying? Like, like people don't get treated for the things. They don't get treated for their past traumas as far as heartbreak or, or even childhood heartbreak. You know, just heartbreak don't got to be with a, with a spot, with a partner, with a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever the case may be. Your daddy could have been the first person to break your heart. Your mother could have been the first person to break your heart. Your siblings could have been the first person to break your heart. You don't know. You've been walking around with a broken, unhealed heart for years. I know I have. You know? Uh, my family loved me. My parents loved me. My grandparents loved me. Me and my siblings, we fight every fucking day. But, you know, we. I'm just saying, I don't know. I still don't know. And I search. I think about it often. You know? But I definitely understand the power of healing. When you learn how to heal by yourself, by yours, I'm not talking about with a with a with a fucking friends with benefits, with a fuck buddy, you know, sneak sneak fucking your ex or sneak fucking your baby mother or sneak fucking your baby daddy or whatever the case may be. I'm talking about healing by yourself, staying in the crib, reading books, eating better, fucking working on your craft, working on your goals, staying out the way, not being mixy. Staying off social media, just really taking time, taking 30 days, taking 60 days, taking 90 days to really, really 
really get in your bag and really, really get in, get, get on your shit. You feel me? It took me, like, I, I would try to do that once a month. And I would always fall off the mat and get fucked up on the weekends and wild out. And, you know what I mean? People got me blocked from shit that I did on the weekends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is what it is. You think? Like, I, I mean, it happens. The difference between me and a lot of other people is I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to. I mean, you block me and you probably go around and tell your group chat that I ain't shit. I ain't this. I ain't got that. I ain't. That's fine. Still beat, though. <laughs> I'm, man, that's a little bit immature of me, but I, I'm, I'm fine. It is what it is. Um, if you don't like it, you can unfollow me. You can turn this podcast off. You can do all of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just because, like I said, for a long time, I didn't like what I looked. I didn't like how I looked in the mirror. I'm not talking about physically. You know what I mean? But you know, now I'm just like I'm loving life. I'm loving life, and I'm nowhere near where I need to be. I'm nowhere near. Having the things I should, I, I deserve to have. I'm nowhere near having the bag that I deserve to have. Whatever the case may be, but I'm working. I'm busy. You know, I'm not letting nobody take no more of my ideas. I'm not letting nobody put out no more podcasts and think they better than mine. I'm the best. I'm literally the best. I started this shit in my area. You know what I mean? Just give it, give it time. We see you still around a decade from now. I um, I quote a lot of Drake too. That's wild. I quote a lot of Drake for Drake not to be in my top five. That's a that's a wild that's wild. I ain't gonna get into that right now, but I do quote a lot of Drake. That's wild. But um It's the Tequila Ace Everybody Podcast, episode fourteen. Um It's 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 about time that you know the holidays are over with. You know, we're kind of detoxing from the, the holidays. And I don't know if y'all been still being mixy and letting the party continue to go. Um, but I'm starting to get ready for summer, man. Like, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I don't feel, feel like going out no more. It's too cold. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I gained man weight from Thanksgiving and Christmas and my birthday and New Year's and all this. I just ate crazy, drank every weekend. Like, I've been drunk since... I felt like during the holiday season, I was drunk since Halloween, like it's too much. And then birthdays, my birthdays, my friends' birthdays, all of that. Like, I'm just like, nah, man, I'm chilling. I'm chilling until like May. You know what I mean? I really don't like sticking my head out there no more. You know, pause. You know what I mean? Like, I'm tired. I'm tired. I I got to detox. So, so when the summertime hit, you know what I mean? The 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 the, the brunch drunk, the, the mimosa, the mimosa drunk is different. It feels better. Like if I go drink now, I got my, my bar tab is a hundred and fifty dollars by myself. That's crazy. That's too much. Well, obviously I buy drinks for a lot of people too. That's how me and my friends do. We like we we line in the whole bar with shots and that's ridiculous. I probably spent ten billion dollars on alcohol. You know what I mean? Whatever. I'm having fun though. You know what I mean? That's one thing that I, I, I learned going to therapy. You know what I mean? Talking to my therapist and I'm like, man, I'm not a drunk. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm having fucking fun. That's what I'm doing. It's not affecting my work or my, my life or my whatever, whatever. You know, I got other things going on with, with, with my life. You know what I'm saying? But that's, you know, that's not affecting it. I'm out here having fun. I had to heal. I had to heal by myself. 
You know what I mean? Like, I, I had to go out. I would take myself on dates. I'm going out to eat by myself. I'm going out to drink by myself. I go out and dance by my motherfucking self. You know what I mean? You got to learn to love yourself and do you. You feel me? I, um, I, that, that was, that was my favorite, favorite lesson going to therapy was, was, was loving yourself and, and, and like really dating yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like really like getting dressed up, like really getting dressed up. Like you got somebody with you, but going out by yourself. A lot of people are very nervous and shy and can't really like, you know, shit. What? Me? Fuck. I actually, I prefer going out by myself. Even if the squad wants to ride out, I'm trying to be by myself because, for one, people are ungrateful as fuck. You know what I'm saying? People wild out. People do a lot of shit. I am notorious for dipping the fuck out the back door. I'm not with none of that goofy shit. I'm too old to be out here fighting and arguing and, you know, ducking from this chick and ducking from that chick. Fuck that. I'm in the building. If I don't feel comfortable, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? That's just that I'm old. I'm too old for that dumb shit. You dig? You know? So definitely love yourself. Uh, definitely, like, focus on your own shit. Get in your bag. Get, use these next few months before the weather break to get in your bag. Use, use you know, February, March, and April to really get in your bag. Like, really, like, focus on your fitness. Focus on your body. You know, focus on, you know, your water intake, the, the your nutrition, your all of that. Like, like I'm back in my fitness bag too. Like it's been like I didn't touch a weight for like five months. I wasn't in the I wasn't in the right mental state to even be able to lift. I was wasting my time. You know what I mean? Now I'm back. I'm actually working on on, on really dialing my dialing into my nutrition so I can get a six pack. Because if I get a six-pack, yo, I'm never wearing a shirt. Dev Gnarly's never, ever, ever, ever going to wear a shirt. So that's that, you know. Um, I'm thankful. Uh, episode 14, I appreciate everybody listening. I appreciate everybody showing me love. I'm not playing this year. I know I've been dropping just once a month. I'm not playing this. I say it every I say it every episode, but you know, I got some in the tuck. I got some special shit in the tuck, and I might as well just drop it. I don't know why I'm I'm I feel like Rihanna or Frank Ocean or one of them people hold hold music. You know what I mean? I got some real good interviews with people. Y'all haven't even really heard me interview anybody. Y'all just hear my voice, you know what I'm saying? I just, you know, had to had to gain my confidence in that aspect. You know, I'm gonna talk my shit by myself, but you know, interviewing somebody instead of me being the center of attention, you know. <laughs> You know, because I, I always in the center of attention. Whatever. But I thank y'all. I'll see y'all next time. Tequila Hayes, everybody. Salute.